Hello, I'm violinist and composer Hannah Warmer, and welcome to my new podcast, where I'll be discussing everything violin, classical music and film music related, plus anything else that pops into my brain. So make sure you join me every Wednesday. Hello guys, so today I'm discussing composing for film and what that entails. It's actually quite a highly skilled job, but also a highly competitive job because, I mean, people know how competitive it is to get into acting, but if you see how many actors there are in a film, there's always just the one composer. And in addition to that, many of us composers came from a musical background as opposed to film background, so it's difficult to navigate your way into films, and so I'm just going to talk about that a little bit. I'm going to start by talking about what a composer is and what um, we need for film a composer-producer is and the difference between the two. So many people, when I say I'm a composer, well that's part of my job, I'm a violinist and composer, but many people don't actually know what that is. People who don't have many links to musical arts or entertainment, they're not sure what composing is. So a composer of music is someone that writes original music. Um, and that can mean many things. And unfortunately, there's loads of different names that, that are kind of similar jobs. So it's very, very compu- confusing. Now, in pop music, a songwriter is someone, and, and in musical theatre actually, a songwriter is the person who writes the songs. A lyricist is someone that writes purely the words to songs. Um, but then also in pop music, you have a top liner. That's another name for a songwriter. And Sia would describe herself as a top liner, where she writes the top line of songs, but she doesn't write the full track. She purely writes um, the, the lyrics and the melody. Now, a composer, in its purest form, is someone that does instrumental um, and melodic, all the music. This has developed slightly now, though, because um, composers for film are supposed to kind of be in charge of of the music itself, the creation of the music. And so, though many um, film composers call themselves composers they are actually technically a composer producer and I find myself I find it hard to say that I'm a producer because it sounds like I don't know I'm working in the pop industry I'm very cool I'm a music producer but (laughs) we are technically composer producers and I've had to say more and more um actually to um explain what my role is um to people so a composer producer is someone that writes the music but is also in charge of producing the end product of music. Um, So a pure composer will write the sheet music and then hand it to someone else to perform. So you could compose, let's say, the music for a symphony, you hand it to an orchestra, they perform it on stage. But a composer-producer writes the music and then they they hand to the client a finished product. Now that could be they performed and recorded the music all themselves, or they oversaw the recording sessions that an orchestra recorded 
the school that I created. Um, and so as a composer, producer for film, about 90% of my music, I am working purely on computer producing music. Many people feel that when I um, say compose, they think that that involves me just writing a little melody for a violin and, you know, like, oh, there's lots of music. With to be honest, I very rarely use the violin for my composing on film. It's very re rarely asked for. I do enjoy it when I get something, you know, I can really enjoy a violin score. But nine times out of ten, I'm not composing for violin. At the same time, many products, uh, pro uh, products, pro uh, productions, even sort of TV ones, BBC ones, do not have the budget for recording studio with full orchestra. So a lot of the stuff I'm producing myself in my recording studio, um, and it will be my skills on violin, my limited piano skills, and then I will be producing the music on my door, D-A-W. Um, so I use Cubase and that's, it's basically a, um, a program that supports multiple music libraries. It's getting more confusing by the second. So these music libraries, you purchase them and, um, they can be a full orchestra that's recorded various sounds into the computer. So you can play all the notes on a, an electric piano, a keyboard and it will produce those notes on violin or flute or woodwind and then it will produce them through different techniques so we're talking on violin you have staccato spiccato martelet that's my cat there meowing at me <laughs> um yeah you can have multiple sounds as slurred legato and you can have this on all different instruments and then there's multiple different libraries that are produce um orchestral sounds and so I've got about four or five different orchestral libraries and each one of those I prefer each one for a certain sound so depending on what I'm doing some are more realistic some blend more and that's very important then in addition to that we've got I mean on I'm thinking about on my computer I've got um, some fantasy ones that are kind of electronically blended sounds they sound very ethereal kind of ooh, human voices involved in that um what else do i have pianos um acoustic guitars i've got a viking library then i've got some world music libraries an african one an indian one a middle eastern one then um, multiple drum and percussion libraries and all these um, get very very close actually to sounding like live studio like I've recorded myself the technology is getting better now if you're producing something like a huge Disney film or a blockbuster like Joker or something like that I will compose and produce a template using those libraries um, and then if that's all okayed then it will go to a recording studio, which I'll oversee again the recording of, and the template track will be replaced with the finalised track, which is live musicians. And that's effectively uh, the difference between composing, producing, and being a composer-producer, which, and the composer-producer is what is needed for film. Not, I don't know any composer in this day and age that would be probably hired for film where they compose purely through sheet music you have to be some form of composer producer even if you work with even if you can't 
hack or like understand or work with technology you need to be working with someone who can do that for you you asking how uh, just because you write music how do you actually write music for a film so I'm going to talk you through the basics of film composing now so as already spoken about we now know what a composer is what they do and being a composer producer but how do I compose music for films um, the main premise, I mean, if I'm going to talk about a standard composing for film, nine out of ten times I'll be brought in at the pre-production stage of film, that's before it's filming, and I'll be given scripts. What I really like is visual aids, colour schemes, um, artwork to show, I really like to know what the colour is. Often when I'm composing at after the film's um, been finalised, I'm working with a film that's not finished, it's not been colour graded, so I like to have a colour scheme so I can see artistically the feel, the mood, the heat or lack of it of the film and where they're going artistically because that really affects my ability to compose authentically and and contribute to the story that any director is telling. So I come in at the pre-production stage and there's normally conversations with the director about the styles, the mood. I may start um, painting broad brushstrokes on what I think, by painting I mean composing short pieces, 10 seconds, 30 seconds, maybe a minute and uh, what I call colour palettes and giving those to the director and seeing if we're on the same page um, reading through the script making notes of where I think music could possibly go again the director may be have a strong mind about their music and they will be making notes where they think music should go but no real work this is generally this sometimes there's break the rules break on this a joker for example um, the rules break on that but I will be, yeah, writing in notes of where I think everything should go. I often also, um, in the script, where I put, where I, where I decide there um, could potentially be music, I do a Spotify link to a track that I think works well in that part of the scene. And so the director, if I send that across uh, via WeTransfer or Dropbox, director can play the music, read the script and see if they think it fits. And so in that planning stage, we're all together and we know after the, f I don't get to proper work until the film has been filmed and it is in picture lock. Now that stage there may be what's known as a spotting session. That's really great if we can do that. You can do it in the same room as a director, producers and, and anyone else who needs to be there or you can actually do it um, uh, across the internet. So watching the film in picture lock, picture lock means that it's all in the right order. The film is there, all the scenes are put in order, it's edited, 
it just needs special effects it just needs color grading it needs the pop all the popping the post-production stuff hasn't started yet and then um talking through the director about the sounds the mood what the color could be and then together we decide where in the film music is required how long that music would be like 30 seconds of it here 30 um and what it should kind of sound like and again we can use temp tracks from um spotify um i could do little chords and things to kind of illustrate what i think and once we are set in that planning then i get to the composing i haven't even started composing yet the film's been filmed and i haven't even started my work so the film is usually broken down into 15 20 minute reels reels of film they're not in reels anymore they're digital but it's, they're called reels so reel one reel two reel three and so I'll get the first 20 minutes and I will start with each one of my cues. Um, C-U-E-S, make sure not, not the other cue. Um, and I will put the, um, I'm very lucky, that's why you need something called a door, D-A-W. And in my cue base that I use, that's, that's the brand of door I use, then I load up the reel, reel one, and it runs in time with my composing software. So my composing software is broken into bars and the tempo is at um, whatever beats per minute. And I compose as a classical composer with all the classical in you know keys and all this sort of thing. But the film is perfectly synced to that. So that's kind of hard to explain without showing you guys. But what it would be is if I put uh, my starter mark on say one minute it would be one minute into that reel of the film um so by doing this composing purely through sheet music writing down then it's very hard to perfectly align the film with the music whereas composing through the door you can get the timings absolutely perfect you can slow down uh, the tempo speed the tempo up you can get percussion marks exactly on the right um, dialogue that you want anything you want like that it's very very synced and if you look at music today as opposed to music of the past it's extremely well synced and it even um, sometimes coexists with the sound design and they work together and I think door doors they kind of have opened that world to composers so then i'll start composing through the software i will play it in using a keyboard um and then i'll sync up the um, library so you know i want strings get a string library up choose the violin i want and i will play that in underneath the film with all the dialogue going and i'll gradually compose exactly the same way as i would um, if I was writing all out sheet music on sheet music, I'd play it on the piano, write it down myself on the sheet music, and then I, I, it works that way. But through the door, I'm doing exactly the same thing. But it's it's like having some scribing for you. They're writing down the sheet music, and then they're, they're um, recording, uh, if you will, your performance, but in perfect synchronicity with the film. Um, and yeah, I if if I'm producing music purely on like the electric side, I'm not using any live musicians. I can quickly, um, well, not quickly, but I can mix master the track, 
and send that on to the editor or sound designer depending on who I'm working with and how the film's being done and they mix that into the sound, the overall sound of the film. Um, if I'm going to record live musicians then that will be sent over and put in as a template for the film and then the there'll be an extra part of it which is recording for uh, with the live musicians and that is the basic of composing for film it's very much like a production line one q one q two q three q four and keep going keep going keep going but obviously there's a lot more to it than that working with a director is a very important skill that you don't learn at music college but it's vital to working on films um the director would be, in classical terms, the conductor, like the conductor of the orchestra. The, the director is the guy that's in charge. It's his or her vision of this story. And the composer, despite being a very, I believe, important part of the production, it is only a part of the production. And so getting rid of any ego, nine times out of ten, your music will be a lot quieter in the film than what you imagined it. Um, you have to get used to that. But most importantly, um, you have to not be precious about your artwork. It's not your baby. You haven't given birth to this thing. You have to, you're producing, you are not producing your, in quotation, best work. You're producing your best work for this project. So sometimes it won't be the most exciting cue. Sometimes you won't be writing a lush string line and, using all the skills that you learnt through your degree or masters to it sometimes I'm just one note will hold for 20 25 seconds um but that can potentially be the best work for the film because it's what works and so yeah the number one thing is taking a back seat from your ego music is an important part of the film but it's not the most important part of the film and working with directors it's it's a skill you need to quickly get because each director has a different way of telling stories a different way of communicating and a different understanding or want from their music and to be able to quickly grasp what the director wants and help them achieve that goal is a particular skill so um, becoming a composer for film is as much about there is oh, I don't know how to really condense it but it having having a great grasp of music theory music language is brilliant because it means it's your first language and you don't have to research or think too hard about how to produce what the director wants she's like oh yeah yeah I can do that but in addition if you're not listening or understanding what a director wants then it's very hard to produce that so it's a number of skills and I think I'm not I well hopefully I'm pretty good at, at doing that grasping um, um a story but I do like a good story anyway so my years of watching really good storytelling may be paid off there but obviously I'm mindful of keeping these podcasts to a 20 to 30 minute um maximum so I'm not I think maybe I'll do a part two of being a film composer another time. But I would say um, the probably most difficult or most under 
rated part of film composing is the fact that there isn't it isn't like a free marketplace it isn't like a jobs board or an application process nine times out of ten being a film composer is 90 percent networking um so much more and patience so there's always film opportunities around but it's not like a job in musician where a wedding musician where you're constantly going for these jobs each week you've got a different wedding job film music is all about timing so film projects you'll make friends with directors they want your music but you've got to wait for that film to be funded and that can take some time there's multiple films always coming out but you've got to wait for the funding for the timing for the filming and the production um in between that you so you really have to set all your ducks in a row and it takes quite a while to get those ducks all lined up because you can't just it's very rare to sort of get a job next week to start composing purely because by the time the film is in post-production where you start working they've already lined up a composer so it is a case of it's not a happen overnight kind of job and that's why most I think musicians coming from some kind of musical background whether they were in a band or whether they are a classically trained musician but some kind of music job that involves composing but you gradually evolve into film composing because it's not a it's not a normal job in the sense that there's sort of hundreds of applications or there's something coming up all the time there'll be dry spells followed by really 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 busy moments and so I think that's anyone who wanting to go into film composing I think it's worth noting that though it is and definitely can be a, a full-time job it's not a full-time job straight away it's a, a subsidiary job that gradually takes over your main job but yeah please uh, tweet me at Hannah Warmer or email me assistant at hannahwarmer.online and let me know if you have any questions about film composing Thank you for listening to The Rosin Diaries. I'm Hannah Warmer. Make sure you follow me on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast. And I love for you to get in touch.